strength It's a sword of power Sword of power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super Frieza was getting fucking ripped, and his legs were getting ripped, and his arms were getting ripped, and his chest was ripped, and his tail got big and fat like a fat Stegosaurus tail. What that tail do? Find out this week on Ballin' Out Super. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Out Super. Here looking like hot Kumail. Frieza out here looking like hot Kumail. Hi, you guys. I'm Katie Rosalion. I'm joined with my co-host Alex Petak. I'm hot Kumail. And no, did not Jeremy David Citric. I'm not hot Kumail. <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> Just average Kumail. I I love how much he sucks. <laughs> Kumail. Well, I. You know, we Jeremy and uh, has discussed this with me. I think on the show before how much uh, we love how it. How much when, you hate Kamel? Well, just when an internet celebrity does a very uh, easy platitude and gets like 14 million likes, like just being like, "Hey guys, uh, drink water, <laughs> freedom Don- wins." No, yeah, or like, uh, or like trans people. Are cool and it's like a billion likes or whatever and he thank you star of stuber yeah (laughs) and hot kumail is such a perpetrator of that where he's Uh, just i think do you think stuber too is gonna be stylized as s2 oh the s is a two i think (laughs) i don't know what we're talking about it's gonna be called tuber first of all stuber (laughs) is gonna be called tuber what is stuber Stuber one, Stuber, Stuber two, Tuber. Stuber is a movie. It's Hot Kamel, and he's driving a cab. He's, he's, and his name, his name is Stu, so they call it Stuber. They call it Stuber, and he's blowing a, he's puffing a Duber with David Bautista, who's just murdering people. I assume I haven't seen the film. Wait, David Bautista's in it. That's right, him and Stuber. Yeah, I, I'm he's, way, he's the I, Uber. I am way an actual fan of David Batista, and I am not a fan of Hot Kumail. Oh, I'm a fan of Hot Kumail and his body. I'm a fan of Kumail's body. <laughs> Katie, I have a theory yes. that I, I think that you need to be confronted with here, which is that you don't actually have anything against Kumail, that you have a pathological vengeance against the decade of the 2010s. Go on. Because when we see the rise of Kamel, we see Premier Kamel taking his star to the top, making sad movies about how his wife is sick, um, <laughs> I... getting strong. Okay. These, you know, these, I, let me that... just finish. Okay. These are the very years. These are the very years where you and your life were never put in a Marvel film. And so you, you rage against it. You say, that should have been me. I should be hot, Kamel. I mean, you have some good points. Uh, that movie, My wife should be sick. That movie about his <laughs> wife being sick is what originally made me hate him. <laughs> because, I also don't care for that. See, because the- it, it, there's a scene, the whole conceit of the movie is you can pick up women while doing stand-up comedy, and then it works out, and you get married. I'm like, terrible! lesson to be teaching. It's correct. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible lesson. I like yeah, movies maybe, with, maybe with healthy wives. Maybe comedy is dead forever, but you know, you still need to go to those open mics because maybe you might find your forever love. You gotta grind. Yeah, go to the open mics for the women. That's yeah, yeah. what I always tell new comics. <laughs> there's, that... no, there's no better place to find... <laughs> you guys you are... need to get your reps at approaching women. And... Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, my no, my favorite Cavale thing is like there's a there's an extremely nice Midwestern stand-up uh, who knew him before he was famous and thought he was very I won't name names but thought he was very arrogant and uh, the way she put it was I don't hate Cavale I just wish he would have to do triple runs which is just like a notoriously <laughs> awful stand-up thing <laughs> that oh, you have to do in the, in like, the uh, Pacific Northwest. Yeah, triple runs are like. Uh, like a very specific Dante's Inferno scenario of yeah. stand-up. Triple film. runs are like a triple runs are what the you know when um uh it wait never like mind that's a canceled joke. reference I can't make it never mind we're done yeah. okay anyway triple runs they're just these what notorious like college and and like Holiday Inn type yeah it's just, it's literally just like the bar enough, the bar at a Motel Six it's horrible is but, the bar named Triple Runs or is it no, three shows guy, at three bad locations um, it triple it was the triple. last name of the man who yeah. booked them the, the triple so this, is, this is a Triple Run story I knew uh, a I knew a guy who did one and he got ran out of a town in Washington State because during the show. Uh, apparently this place had like a world famous steak and he called it a hot dog and they ran him out of town <laughs> yeah you can't stay the night yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna call our steak a hot dog i only did one once and it was uh i i made it out yeah. <laughs> did you call, what did you say about the steak I didn't say anything because I've never felt so Jewish in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because um, it does go through, like, chud country. Yeah. Uh, 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 just to swing back, don't don't talk to any woman at an open mic if mm. you're a straight man. Just Absolutely. don't. Absolutely. No, you got to. You got to get in those reps. They could oh, be your wife. Alex, no. <laughs> I Get back out there. Don't Pandemic ask, be damned. Don't ask them to go right with you. Oh. Don't say you saw their picture on Instagram. Why are you mad that I'm bringing this up? Oh, I'm on stage. Hey, this only girl in the audience is so mad because I brought up her picture on Instagram. Look at her. She's so mad. I've never <laughs> seen her in my life. Oh, wait. Here she comes to the stage next. It's just don't this talk This seems like to it's them. coming from a specific point of trauma if, the further we get what, into it. What I'll if, leave this you... to the listener. Who on the show right now is married? <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, if, what, if you, what if at the open mics you only talk to the women <laughs> who are deeply ill? <laughs> yeah, you just go around for the like uh, the uh, unstable health wise yeah, women. Yeah. Do you have a, a life threatening illness? <laughs> So and besides, a lot of them at open mics do. <laughs> sure. Alex, well, I mean, does alcoholism count? I don't know. Alex, you have you said you had a list today. I just I feel like we need to steer away from R.I.P. niche comedy because that is over now. Okay. All right. Fr- I had more questions about the triple runs, but maybe <laughs> I mean, we will return you to do, that. We can we can talk about them, but they're just they're just bad. Well, I mean, this is like discussing like a. Uh, uh, crafting a buckler shield at this point because it is not relevant <laughs> to a practice you can do today oh man i can't wait for like the stand-up comedy version of forged and fire is oh that's just last comic standing never mind <laughs> you dumbass <laughs> they should have a reality show for comedians um what I, I, I want to, I'll just ask this and then we'll move on. Are the sets, are these Tribbler run, trip, Tribble, <laughs> the Tribbler run? Tribble. Are, are the sets long? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like your regular, like, headline, feature uh, host headliner uh, yeah. situations. Okay. Um, so it's a long time to have people be mad at you for looking Jewish. <laughs> do you, you want to? How do you feel about shows where people are as equally excited about you as they are about the deal on Moz sticks? Because if what you the fuck are, is a, oh mozzarella stick. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, well if they weren't, I'd be surprised. I mean, the only way, and I think comedy clubs circumvent this by having bad mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Just so you have to be more excited for the comedian, but if they're good, I I get that's probably the most excited I get is when I got good mozzarella sticks coming. I always, yeah, I call them Groupon smilers because <laughs> <laughs> they don't laugh out loud. They oh, just the people! Smile. I thought you were, I thought you called mozzarella oh, sticks you, that. 
I was like, what? The Groupon smiler. Yeah, they smile and eat their mozzarella sticks. Yeah, yeah. That's all they do. I call them cheesy wands. What do you guys think about jalapeno poppers? It's probably uh, maybe man. my favorite app of all time. Uh, you ever make them? Uh, I love to do that. You, uh, you take a jalapeno. I haven't made one as good as like a restaurant jalapeno popper. Uh, you gotta you, you, you cut a jalapeno in half, you put cream cheese in, and then you wrap them in bacon. Oh, they're great. Oh, yeah. That's some Midwest oh, shit. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> you can. We went to a cabin with our girlfriends, and I made them for everybody, and they were a hit. Wow. Swinging is dead. This is what we have. <laughs> you go to a cabin and you swap bacon cheese bits. Yep. But here's the thing. You don't have to put bacon on everything, David. I feel like we're just distracting from the inherent uh, facilities of your standard jalapeno popper at that point. Alex, you're, you're, it's it's going to absorb the taste. Are you accusing me of being an epic bacon win guy? Because I am going acu- to be very offended. <laughs> You're sharing properties with these bacon gentlemen. Do those still exist? I think they so. They do. They're like 45 now, but... Yeah. Well, what you have to take into account are there are people who, like, check out of culture. So, like, if yeah. that's what was big when you were on the internet mm. and then you worked... <laughs> Before managing a it. Home Depot for 20 years. That's, that's where you are still. Whenever I go back on a dating site, those are like the first wave of dudes to try to talk to me. And I'm like, oh, they still make you in the factory. Okay. <laughs> okay. These parts you cannot find, but every once in a while you can find some unopened wholesale ones at the back of a Goodwill. So good on you. <laughs> hey, fella, I'll come for the maple syrup, but no kisses for you. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, thick glasses, <laughs> plaid shirt with a like a, a, a web comic T-shirt underneath. Uh, you know oh, what? No. 2011 <laughs> was a good year for you. And XKCD, <laughs> you later. <laughs> I feel like all the people that are still stationed there, like, just had kids and stopped, and the internet froze for them. Yeah, you know what? God bless. They're not talking to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm double checking that XKCD was the right acronym. It was. All right. It is. Yeah. Yes. Well, I will continue back. Back to my list. Were dinosaurs birds? Were dinosaurs birds is the question. Well, I know they're technically reptiles, but from what I've understood the last time I checked in about dinosaurs, they they were covered in feathers. And that, I mean, you're just a bird then, mister. They're both. Because it's like, before birds fully evolved. So yeah, did, they were both lizards and birds because yeah, they, they are roots of the like bird. Avian qualities, right? Yeah. They had their bone. I mean, the closest living relative to the T Rex is the chicken. I yeah, know you that. Ever see a chicken without <laughs> its feathers on, but not dead, like walking around and shit? It looks like yeah, a, it's a naked monster. fucking lizard monster. Thus, we have declared a fatwa against them and their ilk, <laughs> that each one shall be born only to prison and atrophy, that they might serve and feed our very malnourished. Fat boys. I like it when they're put through a grinder and made into shapes like dinosaurs. That's right. <laughs> the men go in alive. Circle of life, if you think about it. <laughs> Circle of life is very similar to factory farming. This is another, another point on is my a, ideal remember, list. Remember that you are dinosaurs, and to dinosaurs you shall return. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I don't trust anyone who has like a strong opinion about something that happened 60 million years ago. You know what I mean? Like I don't trust so you're saying, I don't think sci- I think scientists are hoodwinking us most of the time. But also religions like everybody. Yeah. Although well the religions we know don't know because now that we live in the modern era we you know can see they're like their uh, work cited, and it's just like Kevin or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but scientists have—I mean, they have a whole like a uh, circuit worked uh, up. We're like, oh, we know from this rock we found they were birds. And oh, it's like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of you don't know stuff shit that is, I think, just like pulled out of people's asses. Like, yeah, think about how much dinosaurs have changed how they look since we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made me think of it. Um, Alyssa wanted to get high and watch Fantasia last week. So we were watching Fantasia, and I was like, this movie for me is just a dinosaur movie. Because it's, did you know Fantasia is two hours long, and yes. there's only like 10 minutes of it is the dinosaur part? 
Yes. Wait, th- what's the dinosaur part of it? The only part of Fantasia I remember is the, like, dinosaur. where he has the hat and he starts making brooms dance and shit. I just There's remember a whole part... the racist uh, fucking centaur lady. Yeah, and it also said, there is a note at the beginning that's like, this was racist at the time, and here it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm sitting there like, where's the dinosaurs, you know? Because they have this whole thing I straight in up the don't middle. remember the dinosaur one. I remember yeah, I the, I the only one stuck on these dinosaurs. I also, so I also haven't mm-hmm. seen Fantasia since I was probably four and a half years old. Same. Yeah, and it shows. Yeah. And it shows with the way you behave. We weren't but, a big Disney household. Mm, I, I actually am from a Disney household, and that's a part of my past I've left behind. <laughs> anyway, these dinosaurs, they're only in it for the middle. They show their whole extinction event, and there's this one part where they draw a terrifying T-Rex <laughs> who just goes to town on a stegosaurus, and it's for children. I'm pulling Wait. it up now. Um, looking at it, I'm now remembering it, and that's cool. It looks cool. It is cool. It's I an like, anime. I Just do. that one part is an anime. I Your brain my... is such trash that you said that. You said going to town on a stegosaurus. <laughs> it's just like, oh, is it a T-Rex is just eating out that stegosaurus? <laughs> How would he do it? How would They'd he do it? They probably have huge tongues. How would he do it, though? Because he wouldn't be able to hold himself up. <laughs> You wouldn't. Well, you'd have to lie on his back. went extinct because of their insatiable yeah, love for they got, they got reptile too pussy. And started doing Kama Sutra shit, and then they all died. Here's the thing. They're reptiles, so it's a cloaca, so that's real. That's real. You're going to get some disease. Yeah, it's not going to be Ladies. good. They died a pink eye. So- Ladies. <laughs> Would you let a lizard with teeth like uh, that no, they, they near died. your they, mount, stop, space mountain? Stop, stop. Right in. They, they got uh, they got that Michael Douglas style throat cancer from eating too much pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was about to do an impression of a dinosaur telling you it has throat cancer from eating too much pussy, but it it's just roaring. <laughs> It's There's the, nothing it's the to be done. It's the dinosaur noise from uh, that uh, that Green Day song. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, some, I, yes. We're talking about dinosaurs. I saw we're a fact about dinosaurs. somewhere that uh, apparently science has decided that the Brontosaurus never actually existed, and they just found pieces from two different dinosaurs and mashed them together. Yeah, sounds about this right. This big Flintstones at yeah. it again. You're just proving Alex's point that they're just like... Yeah, no, I'm... fucking I'm, liars. They I'm want a, your dino money. I'm a Christian money. scientist now. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting to the truth. All these fossils are from large Polish people. None of them were birds. <laughs> that's not a brontosaurus. That's Mr. Swindrowski. <laughs> <laughs> that's a brontosloff. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm getting to the point of quarantine where I've I've run out of new things, so I'm just rewatching old things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like Fantasia. <laughs> rewatched sure. Rewatched Grizzly Man. Mm. I'm, That's uh, a good one. I'm I'm watching Cowboy Bebop for the first time. Oh, oh for the first time. Yeah. I wish I were you. It's really good. <laughs> I, I Durso lent me the DVDs like two years ago, and I finally started watching them because I was moving and needed stuff to do like in the background while I unpacked. Oh shit! You moved? Yeah. Congrats. I, uh, I'm like six blocks, but oh, okay. How big is your room now? I have an apartment to myself. Oh, Mister Moneybags! Oh, Mister Whole Building to <laughs> himself. Whole it t- apartment. It turns out if you give me a year where I can't go anywhere, uh, I'm gonna save some money and then spend yeah. it on a lease. <laughs> the God. things you do, you're no better than Kamel. I'm such a like <laughs> millennial fuck up that like I'm like. You say that, and I'm like, wow, what a fucking fantasy world. My own <laughs> rented one-bedroom apartment. Ooh. It's, I, I do feel like I'm, like, I, I did move in, and it, like, my first thought was like, I don't deserve this. <laughs> Katie, you could either just learn to code or leave New York City. I feel like yeah, those I are mean, both great one, options. Really. <laughs> I've, I, I, 
unfortunately don't have the brain for coding, so I, I'm going to have to get real griftery real fast, or I don't know. <laughs> Grift Or do the podcast from Pittsburgh. Oh, God. Someone was like, move to Philly <laughs> to me today, and I'm like, I, I, I was just like, eat shit and die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Philly like, is still expensive. What, you, what kind of energy do you have to put out for someone to say to you, go move to Philly? You know, well, it's like... <laughs> They meant well. They were no, like, I know. They were like, <laughs> I was fighting them. <laughs> but it wasn't, it's not that much cheaper and it's five times as whack. So I'm just like, <laughs> you know what? I'm good. I was just, you know, I was, I was out throwing an this... empty beer bottle at someone earlier and they had the funniest comment. <laughs> I was just wandering down the street brandishing a D battery. <laughs> um,. So this is all to say, hey, first of all, David, I'm very excited for you to get into jazz. I think that's going to be oh, a new sure. and exciting yeah, yeah. chapter from in your life. From the Cowboy Bebop. From yeah. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Um, the other thing is I wanted to share the news of this wonderful show I've found on HBO Europe <laughs> called <laughs> 20 Coins or 20 Modanias. Okay. Sure. Okay. I'm in. Um, without ruining the plot of the show, the first two scenes of it, and this is like a premium tv show shot like a movie shot like lord of the rings the first scene is prestige tv the first scene is a zombie robbing a bank and the second scene is a cow giving birth to a human baby great this sounds like jojo's bizarre adventure (laughs) but in espanol sure and entirely about jesus for some reason Sounds in line with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> From what I can tell so far, it is a horror show based around the coins used to pay off Judas to sell out Jesus. Oh, the, and, the yeah, the 20 pieces of silver, sure. And they're haunted, and demons want them. All right, yeah. And there's a freak baby who's like the size of a man in the there's first episode. really good streak of Catholic horror coming out of Mexico right now that mm. is just like... Years of Catholic school beatings in giant schools has finally come to roost and just (laughs) a lot of possession movies, demon movies, evil nuns fucking type shit, which I've always loved nuns going crazy. Nuns Nuns going wild. Nuns going crazy is a great genre of movie. It was very big in the 60s and now it's coming back. (laughs) Because they're normally so quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, real life, real life nuns are the most boring people on the planet. Real life nuns. These sisters are wearing a habit. <laughs> they all live in one crazy house. My great aunt is a Check nun. out our hot amateur nuns. <laughs> <laughs> These nuns have no filter. <laughs> They'll read to a prisoner. They don't care. For as far as that's what, what I could tell, that's what nuns do: is they go to prison and that then they read you. Right. If if you had a, if, if they you read you a, a book. If, if you had a hot nun, is that a sylph, a sister? I'd like no. Okay. A sister, I'd like to fuck. <laughs> a woman of the cloth. <laughs> sister, I like to fuck as a term could be weaponized against us. Yeah, it's not good. In, in nine different ways, it's really impressive. I just, sometimes I just say things and don't really think them through. <laughs> Woo. I don't even know why this set Katie off. <laughs> I'm just trying to save you two from yep. your actions. I, I know you both have aspiring political careers. Katie's <laughs> <laughs> no. kind of like a nun in the way she's trying to save us right now. Yeah, I'm trying to save you. Uh, join my cult. <laughs> Shake your heads. Join my cult. Okay. Since you two are committed relationships, you don't have to join the polycule, but you will have to farm. Uh great sounds I've, just you have as any good idea to how me long i've wanted for work to do with my hands mm. hey you guys see uh andrew yang's running for mayor and he was yeah. like i can't live in new york because it's so hard to have kids on t- school and work in a two-room apartment and i was like hey you got two rooms in your apartment <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he essentially said, like, I couldn't imagine living in an apartment. <laughs> yeah. <it laughs> Which is, is a bad start to running yeah. for mayor of, of New, New York, York City. I think. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I put this on Twitter, but I do keep thinking about it, like how crazy it is that he has such strong rich guy vibes when he only has like, like I looked up his net worth, it's like two or three million dollars. It's like like the, the shittiest relief pitcher in baseball makes more money than him. And like, I just can't get over that. Yeah. Well, right, but I, he's rich in Reddit gold. <laughs> I think there's like a genre of person that really like buys into the narrative of like bootstrap shit. So yeah. they act like they are richer than they are because it's kind of like they're trying to like secret their way into it or something. They just well, want to go to the parties. Yeah. It's it's not about the amount of money he has. It's that he believes in society, which is a premium almost no one left has. <laughs> <That is true. laughs> so that's very valuable. That's the real I keep, 1%. I think he's a beautiful soul. I don't want him to run for mayor of New York. First of all, it sucks being mayor of New York. No one has yeah. ever enjoyed it. It's never like led anywhere nice. Yeah, you don't get a no, better job later. No, yeah. It sucks to be the mayor of New York, but it would be nice to have a mayor that did literally one thing. <laughs> like, just like a thing. Well, just, also, a, a like, man ordering something. the police to crack down with a math pin. And also, like, it would be it would be funny to have a mayor of New York City that this, the, the city could bully and you know he'd feel it. Yeah. Like you can tell, like he gets like he when when people were when he endorsed Biden and like uh, people on Twitter were like yelling at him, he should have endorsed Bernie. He was like replying to people, going, "You're right." <laughs> like <laughs> Bill De Blasio. What? No, no Andrew Yang. Yang. Oh, Andrew Yang. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean. <laughs> Why would you ever say that? No, oh, I, I was confused. Even if you think it, why would you tell people? <laughs> uh. No, but when when Yang was telling Bernie people, yeah, like, you're like, right, yeah. it's like Andrew Yang's that rich kid in high school who's still somehow not popular. So he tries to like get you to come over to his house because he has like slightly better snacks, but then you always leave to go to the better part. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? You're like, he's not like a bad guy. He just like he's kind of weird, man. Mm-hmm. But he's got. He's got that brand name cereal. So I only <laughs> hang out with him because he has the checks they only sold in the Soviet Union. <laughs> He's got that crazy pool. Let's go swimming in the pool and then go to the better party. Oh He's got my those 20 God. pieces of haunted Italian silver. Oh, and demons want them, but they can't get it. <laughs> they send their biggest babies after it. Oh, Yo, having a pool... I know this is just this is an East Coast conversation, but if you have a pool, I'm coming over. Because <laughs> I don't know very many people with them, and I like to swim around. Is are above ground pools an East Coast thing? Do like it depends is that... where you are. Okay, yeah, like, well, because yeah, like, a... that was there was like in the Midwest, there's very much a thing of like, oh, you have a pool. Is like, is it above ground or is it in ground? And then uh, if it was above ground, everybody was like, nah. <laughs> It's a socioeconomic Not interested. thing. Uh, so Poor depend- people pool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but always, always you you want to go to the rich people pool because yeah. what a country. And- we have poor people pools and rich people pools. It's just if you've ever been to California, everybody. Yeah. I think it's a stand mandate. You get a pool. John and Edwards was right. There fall. really are two Americas. There's two Americas. Above ground pool and underground pools. <laughs> Outside beers and inside beers. Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. <sighs> you know, I've been trying not to have some beers for like two weeks, and I want those beers. Mm. I've been I haven't trying, made it very long. I've been yeah. trying not to have some weed because I've started to have trouble breathing. And, you know, in this time <laughs> of corona, you want to be able to know the difference of what kind of not breathing you're having. <laughs> It's an hour of great suffering for all of us on the pod. (laughs) I talked to Jeremy yesterday. He is missing sharing his content ideas. I know. I feel bad. He has been Because in the meantime, he just has to, like, have ideas about if a baby should fart or something. (laughs) He's been tweeting a lot. You guys, make sure to follow Jeremy on Twitter. He's lonely. I I like his Italian guy bit. I do think that's fun. 
Yeah, tell him you like his Italian bit. <laughs> Ew. Give him a compliment. <laughs> nice weather we're having. That's something you could say to Jeremy. I'm not going to give you a script here. That's on you. <laughs> what are we doing? We're just fucking hanging out, man. Just David, you know how it is. Just vibe. David, you, you know, just, how, you it know is. how it is. You know how it is, And you also know it's time to recap episode of 49 of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Is it yeah. that time already? After this ad. Okay, give me one second because I don't know where I put my cell phone, which is where my notes are. Oh, here it is. Okay. You want me to do an ad? Yes, Katie, your motivation is... Your motivation is dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) It's millions of years ago, dinosaur time, B.C. You see pterodactyls in the sky. Fucking long necks. You remember Land Before Time? There's little skitter scatters and bugs, and it's really hot, and it kind of smells like poop. I'm really glad we traveled back to dinosaur times, but I don't know why we did this when we could have just spent $5 on the Ballin' Out Super Patreon and get four additional podcasts a month. Instead, now I have to stand here very still and try not to step on a mosquito cascading a lifelong butterfly effect making Hitler win. But if I just... I could be at home listening to, about Gundams and uh, and and listening to Alex and Katie vamp a lot. Patreon.com slash BOSPod. Five dollars a month. Oh shit! A Stegosaurus pussy. Watch out! Not, Katie, not... that was good because it really highlighted the contrast between our premium episodes and traveling back in time. <laughs> you know, it's a, the fans want a comparison, yeah. and their two choices in it's... quarantine time is build a time machine and stop try to stop COVID from ever happening, but accidentally going too far back in time to dinosaurs times and being trapped there forever. Or just spending $5 a month on the Ballin' Out Super Patreon. No other option. I mean, I know what I'm going to do. It's apples to Applesaurus. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. It's a problem (laughs) everyone has and relates to. And I definitely have not let my comedic tool crumble and (laughs) self-destruct over time. Out of laziness and sadness. I'm still very funny. We can edit this all out. It's fine. I'm very funny. And I'm very hot. One of these things is true. Wow. <laughs> uh, that was a riddle. <laughs> the, title, <laughs> the title of this episode is Avenge the Fallen Goku. Countdown to the planet's destruction. I like this episode because it is when we fully get two things. We learn that no one in Dragon Ball knows how to tell time. And we have the only time I've seen a genuine reaction to Goku acting like a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this does a lot of pioneering work in the Psycho Goku arc. Um, I do think it all starts when he dies. Yeah, We've like fully gone back and checked, and he's <laughs> totally a psycho the second he comes back from the afterlife. Yeah, oh, the, when he dies the, the snake way time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a slow deterioration. I feel like the seed gets planted there, and then once he's on that spaceship, he's oh, just yeah. like the brain is degrading and degrading. A hundred times gravity is not good for your neurons. That could also be it. Maybe the spaceship does it. Yeah, that yeah. is untested technology. He's he's alone. He's in a hundred times Earth's gravity. He's just working out all the time. Like that's not going to be good for your frontal lobe. Yeah, like your brain feels that. It's not just like yeah. your quads getting a workout <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, you're like- mushing your bean. <laughs> blow you up and throw you into space Goku which doesn't happen this episode and I was kind of mad about it <laughs> they, uh, they have a hilarious uh, addendum to it this episode though uh, 
Would you like to say it? It happened. I mean, it's like five minutes from the beginning, but there's a lot of talking about how the planet's about to blow up, and then they cut to Frieza and Goku, and Goku's like, "Ah, oh, you didn't do it." <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> and Frieza's like, "Ah, oh, I I fucked up, I guess." <laughs> yeah. So, uh, baby Gohan gingerly lays Piccolo's battered body in the spaceship that Goku drove to Namek. And he's like, okay, better go find Bulma. And then we go back to Frieza, who's laughing maniacally. He sent a beam into the planet's core. Everything turns red. Bulma's like, why me? The ground splits open. Little Gohan defends himself from a blast. Um, Dead Dunde fades into the distance and... Frieza falls, uh, Frieza's fortress falls into the crust. And then this thing happens where we cut to North Kai planet. King Kai shits his pants. He's like, and Yamcha's like, uh, I keep telling you, you have to tell me what's happening. Right away, by the way, before we even get into this, because this is a half the episode, there's no reason Any this, of this part should be on TV. <laughs> How much do you like watching someone else on the phone? Because that's what this whole arc of the show is. It's crazy, especially this episode. So, yeah, he goes and then. And this is what they kept. I know. This is, this is uncut. Uh, do, they, do they not do the, the Bulma Captain Ginyu thing on Kai? They did. They did. Oh, okay. They did like an homage to it. Yeah. Gotcha. It happened for three seconds, and then they were like, actually, that's it's over now. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, he's like, actually, Goku's pretty tight. He's pretty tight. And then they're like, oh, so he won? And then King Kai's like, well, not exactly. Uh, Frieza blew up the planet, and now they're all dead. <laughs> Nothing could surely survive, even though I'm looking at this. And there's uh, how would Nothing. I be confused? Everyone's like crying. They're like, "Oh no!" But in the middle of their grief, ring, ring, ring. Hello. <laughs> Who is this? So you called me. <laughs> so this Someone is the bring most... me some maple sauce. <laughs> Our dinosaurs, birds. This is the most. Two grandpas learning how to use FaceTime ass shit I have ever seen. It's like King Kami uh, calls King Kai on the headphone and he goes, um, Is this King Kai? And he's like, Hello? I only know how to use Google Duos. Can we do Google Duos? Uh, King Kame says to King Kai. King. Uh, sorry, I keep calling Kim Kami. I, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Kami goes, I send Mr. Popo on an errand <laughs> to collect the Dragon Balls. We're not going to show Popo's you. Mr. Popo has been sent to apologize. <laughs> Mr. Popo has been edited out, thank God. Uh, he, so he collects the Dragon Balls. So if you are ready, I can wish these guys back. But not Chatsu, because he's already been brought back once. And Chatsu's like, why is everyone looking at me like that? Why am I even fucking here? <laughs> and then King Kai goes, how are you alive? I thought they pulled the plug on you last week. And he's like, uh, oh, yes, my people have survived a great genocide. And he's like, no, I mean... That means Piccolo's alive, right? And he's like, This is yeah. great because even in the show, Kami is confused as to what he's asking. And he's like, oh, Frieza's on Namek. And they brought Piccolo back. And I'm here. And I sent Mr. Popo on an errand. And I can't get the TV to work. It's real like Joe Biden hours. <laughs> it is like, it, it, that was the thing that made me laugh. Like the callousness of King Kai being like, no, not the genocide that you're still wrestling with. Boring. I'm Boring. <laughs> I love. Yeah, there's just a, a a theme in these Namek episodes of all of our beloved heroes uh, mitigating the mass grief and 
trauma of an entire planet's <laughs> genocide <laughs> to its people directly. <laughs> they tell Dende he's weird like three different times. They it's tell Piccolo weird. to shut up. Like, it's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> but it uh, does provide the key plot point that Piccolo must be alive because Kami is alive, allowing us the great scene of, of King Kai calling more people from space. <laughs> he just stares. He just stares at the planet, and then he turns to Yamcha and Tiana, and he goes, actually, everyone's fine. And it's the most, like, why did we do this ass scene I've ever seen. What's happening? Let my soul rest. <laughs> Uh, so everyone's fucking fine. <laughs> <laughs> Great use of her time. Uh, there's a shot. This is the, the notes. Just she's just reading the notes. The planet's <laughs> core is lava, and uh, there's lightning coming out of the hole. And you know, Goku talks shit. He's like, "Hey, man, because you're so scared of blowing yourself up, you didn't blow up the planet." And, Lightning uh, coming out of a hole. What is this, a Stegosaurus's <laughs> pussy after I'm done almost, with it? I almost made the riff, and I was like, no, I don't want to deal rail things. <laughs> oh, David. I was right there with you, though. David, what is? what do you think this show is? Derail. <laughs> the planet, and this is when Frieza says this. The planet hasn't exploded yet, but it's going to in five minutes. And I was like... <laughs> or something. I'm, I gotta tell you guys, there's at least 15 minutes left of this episode. So <laughs> right there, I'm like, you guys don't know what time is. <laughs> Set your narratively flexible clocks, everyone. Really really laying the foundation for the tournament of power that 45 minutes takes eight years. I Have we considered the idea that maybe Frieza is a comedian? And so he says he'll be done in five minutes and then actually shows up a half hour later. Running the light. <laughs> oh, wow. Does that happen to you a lot? Uh, as someone who is in meetings with people sometimes. Yeah, no one ever shows up on time. I talked to Jake at 4.20 today for our four o'clock meeting. <laughs> this is why... Yeah. Oh, my God. You know... I'm just going to gas myself up real fast here. Like, Go off, I Katie. wish I Lug, still Lug. liked comedians because I always showed up early to everything. And that's how I kept getting booked on stuff because I was the only person that would show up on time uh, ever. <laughs> to Katie, anything. the Ben Franklin of the scene. How dare. <laughs> was was, was Ben Franklin me? known for his punctuality? Always on time. Always on time. And he n almost never slept. And he was also like a horny, horny hippo, right? Yeah, absolutely. And he was he was a horny toad. He wanted to fuck that kite. He thought <laughs> yeah. that shocking a kite with electricity was the closest you could get to fucking a kite. And that's why he did it. There are like huh. flirty ass letters you can find of Ben Franklin as like a literal 89 year old that he's writing to like a 16 year old. <laughs> you nasty old clown. Can you, I mean, people say this as, like, just a fact you teach children, but could you imagine flying a kite in a storm because you're confident it will only shock a key? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? They didn't know then. They didn't know how lightning worked. Well, I mean, he did, but... <laughs> <laughs> what if you did the loop bad or whatever? Also, I know I was never clear on like what you're supposed to do with the electrified key. It's just like, yeah, I got this key now and it's all zappy. <laughs> You'll think... be fine so long as you never touch the key again. <laughs> you can throw the key at your enemies. But don't touch it. <laughs> that's, that's what the kite's for. You electrify the key, you let it go, you point the wind towards yeah. the enemy. You find King George. And you get him to touch your key. <laughs> Listen, the only stuff I know about our U.S. history prior to getting woke was in the musical 1776. That was my entire elementary school education. Is there a kite scene in that? No, but Mr. Feeney plays John Adams and he sings a song about saltpeter. <laughs> saltpeter? What's in Saltpeter? Um... Uh, What's saltpeter? It's an old-timey thing. I don't know. <laughs> Let it us never always, speak of it again. It was always like, 
did you guys have historical villages where you grew up? Like on Long Island, they had this one called Old Beth Page, and you go, and they're like, this is how it was when things sucked shit. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they'd be like, here's our barrels of saltpeter and thyme and... Oh look, there's an old-timey convenience store, and you can get sarsaparilla. You can get lard. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and during Christmas time, we'll have a lantern show and tell you a very depressing story about how we all starved to death. And you're like, yeah, I bought yeah! these, I I bought these tumbled <laughs> rocks at the gift store. They have nothing to do with historics. They're just like geodes. I, I knew a kid who would go to those places and then ask the people that worked there while they were on the clock uh, w- questions about 9-11. <laughs> that is a great gag. Yeah. What did they do? They were just like, did they just uh, ignore them? And then, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What are they evading? What do they know? Do they know how to make candied yams over the course of three weeks? They're like, find out. <laughs> They're like, I don't know anything about any twin towers, but these twin candlesticks I've dipped over the last <laughs> twelve hours are going to make a mighty fine gift for Ma and Pa. Yeah. Father Mindeson says twins are a mark of the devil. Yeah, basically. Then they try and sell you a real sword. Yeah, and they're like, anyway, come watch us play old-timey baseball and leave out the racist parts. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Frieza <laughs> says the plant is going to blow up in five minutes. And then we have to just you know make the point home. There's a lot of shots of the lava going boom and crack. <laughs> Uh, Goku, confident as ever, goes, five minutes is more than enough to beat your ass and grab my pals. And, uh, you know, Frieza reminds him it's Thunderdome rules. Only one of us can leave. Uh, and then you get to see Ass, grass, or cash, no one rides for free. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Frieza's like, you get to see me at my full power. Isn't that neat? And then Goku's <laughs> like, actually, you're full of shit. You can't control your power. And then they lunge at each other in slow motion. Ah! That scared my cat, you doing that. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, Waffles. I have headphones in and everything. I don't know how he heard it. Um, yeah, all of the parts where Goku fights Frieza this episode, top notch. That if is, that was the episode, yeah. it would be a perfect episode. It was the only, sa- yeah, it was the saving grace of this episode. Because then... They start going at each other. They're moving so fast that their little squiggly lines on the screen. And Goku just wailing on Frieza. He punches him. He kicks him. And he's like spitting purple blood everywhere. He does like a volleyball punch to him. Goku's and shirt is heavily weathered. Yeah. We love that, don't we, folks? Yeah, he's like bitch slapping him around. So if you were showing someone new to the show, you'd be like, look, you can tell the fight is intense because of... His shirt is torn asunder. His shirt's slightly damaged. <laughs> He's slapping him around, and then Frieza starts to spin, um, and he he does like a like an air gun attack to him that makes him go on the ground, and he just pants. Oh wait, <laughs> Goku's totally fine. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. The I sh- was worried about him. <laughs> uh, Frieza laughs. And this is when he says, I'm only at 70% power. Write this down, class. 70%. There's only 70% I'm, power. I'm and on I, a train leaving Namek at 70% I can, power. This is, this is I can beat you the... in 30 seconds. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, why? He was like, no, I'll, I'm going to beat you in one minute. No, 30 seconds. is like, all right, well, this conversation's taking five minutes. So. Go ahead and take your narratively flexible clock and set a second timer for how quickly Frieza will beat it Goku. Is, it's also, like, I don't know if we got any true grit heads in the crowd, but it is a very, like, it was very much a Rooster Cogburn sort of moment. It was like, I am to kill you in one minute. Mm. <laughs> Frieza's kind of the rooster like, cogburn of the yeah, show, isn't he? Just Goku yelling, fill your hand, you son of a bitch! <laughs> yeah. Goku is probably, this is probably like the coolest Goku has ever been this episode. It yeah. is, yeah. It is like, I feel like in the series, this is the, the least s- silly Goku we see. Yeah, and he just like 
he's just wailing on him. He's like thrashing him out behind the Seven Eleven, just like making him spit up and stuff. And I he's making him spit up on Seven Eleven. Love to see that. And he's using his different because normally he's like, "Hi, I'm Goku," and he does his Goku voice, but now he's serious, Frieza. I'm gonna take my son behind the Seven Eleven next. Also, also the first time I think ever that Goku acknowledges that it's a bad idea to let your enemy get to full power uh, all the time to fight him. Like no, every other and he can't help himself. Every other moment after this, he's like, "No, I need to see it." Whereas like this time, he's like, "I know I shouldn't, but I have to." Like there's yeah, (laughs) it's my flaw, my Shakespearean flaw. So, that I never have to pay any consequences for. Oh You're not round enough yet, Frieza. The planet is falling apart. The spaceship starts falling to the ground. Rocks and water and shit are flying around. And Bulma's screaming. And uh, baby Gohan rescues him. And she bitches at him. And he's like, hi, I'm the five-year-old that just saved your life. <laughs> I am five years. I am this many. And I I've got a you a spaceship. <laughs> Meanwhile, Frieza is getting so fucking buff, you guys. He is looking like a bunch of water balloons tied together getting so plump. He looks like a rare Pepe. (laughs) (laughs) He goes from Pepe Freezer to Groper Freezer by the end of the episode, and that's his development. (laughs) Goku marvels at what the power is doing to, to Frieza's body, and Frieza's so mad bro. And then Freeze, uh, Goku marvels to himself, oh, so I'm finally going to see him at 100%. And they're just hovering and kind of staring at each other when King Kai calls Go- Goku up on the headphone. Back to this. And King Kai's like, hey, Goku, you know, it would probably be good uh, fighting technique to just kill Frieza while he's trying to get his power level up. And Goku says, nah. And then uh, <laughs> King Kai's like, okay, but you should do it, like, now. And Goku says, I want to see what he got. And King Kai says, what the fuck? What, what does that and mean, just do Go- it? Go- Goku misdirects with a story about Krillin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he's, you don't give a shit about Krillin, come like, on. He's like, no, you see, I need to have Frieza get to full power because he killed Krillin and because he's died before. I can't wish him back. So I have to I have to make Frieza bleed for Krillin. And King Kai's like, you can do that now. Right now. What are we saying? What am I saying? And what are you saying? Just Just do it. And then it's just got to go. Bye. Yeah, literally, Goku, it's crazy. And Goku King Kai's, in real life, like the real life equivalent of this is the guy who keeps bringing up 9-11 when you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, or like, uh, I don't know if you ever see, like, I don't know if it's like miscommunication or what, but people who take certain um, phrasing of things very literally, like I saw on the New York COVID mutual aid Instagram, someone... Uh, posted something along the lines of like things are bad and they just got really hung up on that word and they're like we need to defund the police and you guys are saying we should call the cops and they're like we're literally ran by the dsa like what are you talking about (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of what goku's doing yeah in a way because he's just changing the subject and really hung up on specific words and you're like no just kill him right now you got to be really clear with King Kai, because keep in mind, he has to then relay that conversation to Tien and Yamcha, who cannot really understand it. So, And then show that to us, the viewer. Nothing frustrating here. <laughs> uh, Frieza is just slowly counting to 100, and Goku's like, that's that okay, babe. Keep on counting. D-D-I- Can't wait till I, he gets to 100. I, I wonder what's going to happen. It's, it's one of those moments. It's like, oh, right. This is a show for children. <laughs> oh, counting. You know it's <laughs> yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and that's when Yamcha reminds King Kai. He's like, you literally have to tell us what's happening. And King Kai's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, Goku's gone mad with power. And that's the end of the episode. He has the rage of a super Saiyan. <laughs> 
He can't control his super slave he's, rage. He's missing, he's missing his post-nut clarity. Yeah, he hasn't, <laughs> he's done no nut November for too many months in space. This does seem like an issue where, like, if you just let Goku nut, man. Can, can you <laughs> not in a hundred times gravity? I feel like that's guaranteed to give yourself a UTI. Do you think? <laughs> I feel like Goku's like a Sertovich type, though, where it's like, no, I need my vital fluids. <laughs> it helps me beam. It helps me beam, Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I never you guys bust before fight night. Rate the episode and read an email. All right, Katie, let's take it from episode rating. All right, let's rate the episode. Alex Patak. Thanks for asking, Katie. I my, The highs were high on this one and the lows were low. Not yeah. unlike walking around on Namek itself. <laughs> Wait, do I have the right microphone? I do not have the right microphone. Hold on. I mean, you sound okay to me. Yeah, you sound fine. How about now? You, sound, you still sound good to me. Yep. No different. The highs were high <laughs> and the lows were low. I can't believe some of the stuff on here and uh, the other stuff I can't believe for the other reason. I just couldn't believe it. Overall, I got to give it th- four out of seven. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> David Citric. Uh, I loved the episode. I thought it was great. Uh, lots of good fighting. We got to hear the the famous uh, I am Son Goku line. Uh, it's really everything you're looking for. There was some kookiness, uh, some weird shit. It's everything you're looking for in a Dragon Ball Z episode. Seven out of seven, baby. I knew we were going to do, do it. it. I'm not mad because I knew. I knew it. Oh, the David. wise man is never frowning. David Citric, always consistent. I, on the other hand, am not going to throw the curve. Uh, I, yeah, this episode mostly had a bunch of shit that didn't need to be in there. And the fights were so good, but they were only in there for like 20 seconds. So I will also give this a four out of seven. But you know what? Our good pal, (laughs) ever the optimist. Nice corn Look, fed. If you're boy. coming to a Dragon Ball Z episode and you're saying there's some shit in here that shouldn't be in here, why are you watching Dragon Ball Z? You know, because David it's loves our watching job. phone calls. He we... loves watching phone calls. I do. He's it's addicted great. to it. Yeah. My, if a dra- if an episode of Dragon Ball Z doesn't make me go, wait, what? At least twice, it's not a seven out of seven. Okay. I mean, it has. It's never happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. Anyway. So I'm going to just gather up these Dragon Balls for my old pal David Citrix so he can make a little wish. Arise, Shadron! Squawk, squawk. I'm Shadron, but covered in feathers, as is more accurate to the fossil record. (laughs) That makes sense, because you are kind of flying. That's right, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Um, I'm a little allergic to bird dander, so I'm going to stand over here. But uh, David Citric has a a wish coming to him. Science is epic. (laughs) Uh, You know, I I just wish that uh, wherever they are, that uh, the, the dinosaurs are really getting their rocks off. You can't see it, but they are. Great. Oh, it's kick ass. The way these lizards bust a Rooney. I feel like it smells. Just a a typhoon of cloacas. (laughs) From where I'm standing, I'm looking at the Flynn bones. (laughs) Well, Shenron, thanks for the pussy. Couldn't have done it without you. Uh, you're welcome. This, this was a wish. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Wow. That uh, sounded more like a bird than a dragon. Yeah, well, you know, science has discovered that dragons are birds. <laughs> yeah. It really shows that we have so much to learn. We really do. School rules. But not counting anymore after that episode. You can <laughs> nope. get all the way to 100. <laughs> Are you guys ready for an email? Yeah. No. Wait. 
Yes. It's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon I starred, I starred the one we should read. Oh, okay, yeah, right. I read the, I forgot. Okay, hold I could on. do it too if you want. Well, I just feel bad because then I'm gonna bully you for your dyslexia again. Yeah, so why don't you do it? <laughs> it's a disability I have where I have to bully you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm getting it up. Okay, and I'm cutting this out when I'm editing tonight. Chop, chop, chop. Yeah. Bennett Christensen. It's loading on my deeply, deeply beleaguered computer. Okay. This week's email is from Bennett Christensen. Oh, hi, Bennett. Hello. I know the him. Son of a Christian. You know him? Yeah. How do you know him? Uh, he was a friend of mine in Minneapolis. Oh, really? He's the one. He's the one that was like uh, rating every <laughs> rating every episode. Seven Dragon Balls is a great bit. Never stop doing it. Oh well. Wow. That this one's for you, homie. <laughs> we shouldn't read this email. This is from a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna read it anyway. I have it open. So this email says, uh, subject line: balling out pooper. Ha <laughs> ha. Poop. Folks, there's the improviser I know and love. <laughs> there he is. Representation is so important. That's why I was so excited to hear Katie share her stories on a recent episode of doing panicked poop calculations while on her way to work. Yeah. As someone with a panic disorder that goes straight to my stomach, I empathize very deeply. My plagued butt has tormented me for years now. Thank you for making me feel seen. Yeah, anyway, I mean, it's less anxiety for me and literally that I will just shit my pants because of bad wiring. <laughs> Thank but you I'm for doing it, Katie. <laughs> I, yeah, give up your seat to me on the bus because I will shit my pants. If so you that don't. I can shit in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing reading here. Anyway, if you were forced to have one large appliance or piece of furniture entirely covered in denim... What would you choose? What style of denim? Jinkos? Bedazzled? Acid washed? Ooh. Thanks for that sweet, sweet content. Squee, squee. Bennett, squee, squee. Squee, squee. Squee, squee. So what are we covering in denim, boys? One large appliance or piece <coughs> of furniture. So it has to be like a large uh, yeah. thing. Okay. You can't um, just have like a throw pillow. It needs I to want be. an I mean, oven. I feel like if you... <laughs> a denim oven? I, I feel like if you covered an Ikea Kallax cube bookcase in denim, that'd be a pretty solid look. Yeah. What does that look like? That's a, those are the, the, the Ikea cube bookcases. Yeah, you oh, know, okay. staple like of broke yeah. millennials. Yeah, but yeah, they hold records real good. So that's like to pick up women then? Yeah. <laughs> Not only do I have records, but <laughs> the appliance is, is made of denim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would like... Just a poster, not made of. I want like a full denim fantasy bed scenario where I have like a California king with like a canopy, a denim canopy, and it's like canum, denim duvet, denim pillows, denim oh, like that, cascading. That sounds so chafy. No, because it's going to be a super soft uh, vintage uh, stone wash situation. So it's gotcha. all going to okay. be very soft. I'm just gonna be living my uh, like early 2000s Bris- Britney Spears like all denim fantasy. Um, all denim fantasy. You want to sleep on a cow's skin? I'm gonna wear a, a a cowboy hat and and you know it's less for sleeping and more for posing on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. All right, I yeah. got you. It's, I think it's really gonna, it's not made of cow skin. That was no. of leather. It's really yeah. going to elevate the trap game. <laughs> anyway, I would like a bedazzled uh, denim oven. <laughs> I think that will make children feel welcome. No and notes. We might make cookies in it. <laughs> why why right. are you trying to make children feel welcome in your apartment, Alex? I don't want them to feel scared <laughs> of the oven. Well, thanks for the question. I don't know why they're there. <laughs> I mean, I feel like but you probably should know. There, Especially like, if children are here in your apartment, you should definitely know why. 
maybe they were lost. <laughs> All right. And I want to calm them down by showing them my oven. Your denim <laughs> oven? And you're like, why don't you crawl in that denim oven? Are you the Doesn't witch? it look warm? Come in from the cold. <laughs> I don't have to answer a question like that. Well, Alex eats children. Alex is a witch. I'm not a witch. I'm... Don't worry about me. Look at my oven. I always wondered why your apartment was made out of candy canes and graham crackers. That's unrelated. <laughs> well, plug a plug a choo choo. <laughs> David Citric, where can the people find you? Uh, Good you can segue, find Katie. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at David Citric. I'm <laughs> also there on Instagram, but I don't really use it. I just consume other people's content you can listen to my i'm just here to watch <laughs> you can listen to my intermittently released podcast with fellow david david twighty called david hates david we haven't recorded in forever because i've been moving and too busy and hate editing podcasts so oh, it's oh, so too. good though yeah. i want you guys to pick it back up it's i, I feel like I'm i have we have an episode with specter in the can we have another oops all david's episode that i just have not that we recorded like literally a month and a half ago that i've just not put out <laughs> There's Damn. no better source of Davids than That's this true. podcast. Number one source of Davids. Are you still doing gaming streams? Um, I will now that like I'm I'm done moving in. Um, I'm gonna like one of the things I want to start get doing is uh, getting the streams going back again. You can find me on Twitch at Mister Gaming Burgers. <laughs> Hell yeah, Alex Petak. Katie, thanks again for having me. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to plug welcome. the Patreon for this podcast once again, which not only is it covering the end of the decorated series Mobile Fighter G Gundam, but soon we will be covering the pilot of the 1978 soap opera Dallas. Oh, the hell yeah. Dallas rules. That's right. David, you're invited. We're getting the whole squad in. We're going to watch JR. We're going to say, don't trust him. Never trust a Ewing. I, I just want to put out there, because I've gotten a bunch of, since I'm the only one that monitors the Discord anymore, there's a lot of people concerned that we are going to fully abandon anime, and I would just like to let our Patreons know <laughs> that it will be for one episode. So you know what? Keep what saying if, it. We'll okay, do wait. it. What if what hear hear me out? What if uh we yeah we get someone to do like a waking lifestyle colorization of Dallas so it is technically anime again? Huh? It would have to be made in Japan. We gotta have some fans okay. across the pond. Yeah. Right? I just mean <laughs> there are people in New Zealand. That's close enough to Japan. We will make a second Patreon tier. The seven dollar tier will turn into the Dallas tier, and if <laughs> enough people, Dallas. if enough people bump up to the Dallas tier, then if I you... will gladly, gladly watch all a million episodes of Dallas forever. I don't I tell you. good. I can tell you as someone who's seen four seasons of Dallas, it wears on you more than G Gundam. <laughs> it gets real slow. Uh, <laughs> I love get... Dallas. Find me at twi on Twitter at Katie Rose, Instagram at oh hello Katie Rose. Last words on the pit is back. Uh, it should be Ooh. live this Thursday. I love that shit. You guys do great shit. Thank you. If you like great metal shit. news and listicles and shit, come on down. We're gonna be talking all about this week how. What's his face from Iced Earth was at the insurrection, and now all of our parents are oh, calling no. us up and being like, "Do you know about Iced Earth? Metal was at the Trump rally." And I, and how you explain to your parents if you need some talking points about explaining to your parents about metal and Nazis, come on down. Do Last you, words on the do pit. You, do you do you think that guy was hanging out with Chrissy Mayer? Yo, there were so many musicians. Okay, guys, tune in behind the paywall because I think we need to do a deep dive on all the musicians who were at the insurrection because I have a list. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're so keeping that, lists. The 30s are here. The 30s. <laughs> Let's go. Anyway. Oh, wow, this podcast it. is getting Orwellian. That's it for this week. Join us next week. Soon. Thank and you every week, Bye. super, super, super. Write us an email at ballandlsuper.com. <laughs>